Welcome to the Her Inspired Journey podcast, a show all for women about living your best life and fulfilling your passions from the backcountry to the table. No matter where you are, what hurdles you faced, or where you want to go next, we're right here on this journey with you. It's time to take charge, pave your way, and create success. Yay, we are doing it again. Welcome back to another episode of the Her Inspired Journey podcast. And uh, you may or may not have noticed the last two weeks, we have not rolled out any new regular length episodes. Uh, We have been sending out the 10 Minutes to Better Fitness, which comes out on Monday. And I wanted just to give a quick shout out for those of you who might have friends or maybe you want to watch instead of just listen, you can head over to the Her Inspired Journey YouTube page and you can watch the videos that are coming out every Monday there. Those topics are going to be specific, just short segments devoted to talking about ways you can implement different tips and strategies for increasing and improving your overall fitness. So we're talking nutrition, mindset, and fitness. So we might be doing tips on how to build muscle or how to get lean or talking about your metabolism or talking about your immune system, which is what we did last week. So be sure to head over and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Her Inspired Journey is where you can find us. And again, Mondays is when we're going to be rolling out that new segment. So you can see that Um, or listen to it just depending on what you want. But I have been out the last couple of weeks, just taking some time before the busy season really kicks off with show schedules. And I just wanted to make sure that what I was bringing you was the best of the best. So as we end this year, hopefully everybody's got to spend some extra time just enjoying, you know, wrapping up 2019 and doing some reflection. But today's episode is specifically talking about how you can end the year and not beat yourself up. So I kind of feel like no matter if you have had really good successes this year and you've, you know, accomplished things or you're feeling pretty good, or maybe you're kind of defying the odds and you're not feeling that great, um, you're faced with anxiety, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're, you know, kind of kicking yourself for not accomplishing what you wanted to this last year or maybe this last decade, I want to talk about how you can give yourself some grace here. And something that I've really thought about a lot lately And if you follow my social, if you followed me for a while, you'll probably see this common theme. My mission is to bring you positivity from every angle in the form of, you know, my written words, the form of my content that I push out, the form of how I encourage other people. I just want you to be feeling good, feeling encouraged and always feeling inspiration or motivation from me. And I started thinking kind of recently about how how much we consume of the outside world, whether we try to do it intentionally or not, there's just a lot of input coming in from lots of different angles. And I started to reflect on if my overall objective is to encourage and inspire and to motivate, does my content always come off in a way that will help whoever it is that's listening or viewing or reading my words or my content. And it started kind of to make me think about it a little bit deeper, even though I might send out a post with a caption that's talking about how to increase your productivity, or how to have a positive mindset. I also think that we are very capable of taking the positive messages that surround us and using that as more pressure as added pressure 
to everything that's already on our plate. Now, this not, might not be an angle that you've thought of before, and maybe even if you do follow certain people for that, you know, external motivation, which is great, I think it's really important to also just take inventory and not let those those moments of fuel be used to add pressure onto everything that's already going on because there is a lot, especially again, as we move through the end of this year, we start to kind of wrap things up and no matter where you look or if you're somebody who sets resolutions or not, there's this, the theme is talking about, okay, well, what did you accomplish this year? What are you going to accomplish next year? How are things going? What did you do? You know, and there's this stigma right now around, looking back and seeing all that you've done. But I think the bigger, more practical, the more realistic picture for many of us as we look back and we go like, damn, I didn't quite do what I wanted to do this year. And when we start thinking about moving into a whole new decade, you might really start taking on that baggage of like, well, damn, I really didn't want to do or I really didn't do what I wanted to do this decade. So no matter where you are, I want to just encourage you to undo all the expectation and the pressure and any of the ties to that sort of uh, an overwhelm right now. Because it's not going to be helpful in reflecting and moving forward and trying to gain momentum as you move into another year. So first and foremost, I want you to really just be mindful of the content or the the outside influence that you consume and making sure that it's healthy for you. It is not putting you in a place of added pressure that's making you feel like you're doing less in your life. So in this episode, we're going to talk about taking back control. We're going to also give you an outline that you can go to and really kind of guide yourself through doing this this year-end reflection, this decade reflection, seeing what you accomplished, and what served you this year as a learning tool. You know, I don't want you to tie in the didn't happen goals this year or this decade into a failure category, because it's not true. A lot of those things that we didn't accomplish, or that weren't successes for us, or maybe they're still on the to do list, but they haven't quite happened yet. They're not failures. Now, they might you know, after assessing and after walking through this, you might just realize, gosh, those things really weren't that important to me. Or I was thrown this curveball. And instead of working on building my new business, I was taking care of a sick family member, or I had an emergency surgery, or my, you know, whatever the case may be, there might be some different um, scenarios and situations that have happened that have just kind of put that to do or that goal on the back burner for now. And it's okay if priorities change throughout. I also want to talk about how to overcome New Year's resolution mindset. And instead of thinking about setting goals in 2020, I want you just to start thinking about new benchmarks. Because I think overall, when we are trying to figure out where we want to go, we cling to this very overly used you know, term of setting goals. But instead of having things that you set out to do and then achieve, and then you're kind of like, okay, well, what's next? I want you just to think about building your life, 
not just capitalizing on these specific short-term things. Now, I'm not saying we're not going to set, you know, standards for ourselves and we're not going to evaluate where we want to go. But I think instead of focusing on, well, what's my new goal? I want you to focus on, well, where the hell do I want to be? What do I want my life to look like? And I want you to find a lot of power in changing that mindset. Um, We're also going to just, you know, really dive through this together. We're going to go step by step. And uh, this is going to be a two-part episode. So we're going to dive into it now. And then again, next Wednesday, you can expect the next episode. But I wanted to get this out to you um, just so you can get it started, get it going. And of course, as we're ending the year, it's a really good time to just make sure that your focus is in the right place. Before we just kick this off and jump right into the details of this episode, I do want to give a shout out to Mavenville Optics. It is the time of the year. If you are looking for new optics, you need to get some, you maybe upgrade your glass, you want to head over to mavenbuilt.com and see what they have going on. I know they've got a discount right now on their C-Series. They're also doing some free customization. So if you are in the market for getting a new rifle scope or getting some new binoculars, this is the time to have your best deal on Maven Optics. They're already 40 to 50% off of other brand pricing because they're consumer direct. These are the guys that I go to anytime I need glass. And uh, I, I absolutely love their stuff. Can't say enough good things about them. So again, if you need to get something new in your hands, right now you need to stop what you're doing and head over to mavenbuilt.com. Okay, so here's the thing. As I was just saying, When we start this reflection and we really just dig into where we are, how we're feeling, what we've accomplished, what the last year or five or 10 years brought to us, and all the trials and tribulations and the successes and the joys that we've walked through, it's a really good time to just kind of figure it out. Like, Am I making progress towards the things that I want to achieve? How do I feel about where I am, what I have, what I'm doing, who I'm serving, the job I'm in, the car I'm driving, the family, the all the things? This is the time of year where we start to either feel really good about the successes that we've had, or we start to beat ourselves into submission about the things that we wanted for ourselves that we didn't yet do. So instead of just in your head, circling around, always fighting this back and forth, and then getting this outside, you know, encouragement to, hey, do this reflection and do this. And what you accomplish? And let's set new goals. And let's go into a new year. It can be so freaking overwhelming that before you know it intentionally or not, you just kind of start to shut down, you become one of those people that's, well, I'm not going to make resolutions, which trust me, I totally get it. I totally get it. If you've got a bad taste in your mouth, or you are just you want to be this opposing force and not do what everybody else is doing, which I totally relate to, then this time of the year can just beat you to death. I want you to get very intentional with how you're doing this reflection. Because I promise you, even if you don't really want to, you're going to do it subconsciously, and then it's going to probably produce negative feelings. So before you just go down that rabbit hole, get out a piece of paper, you can also jump over into the show notes. And I've written this whole outline out for you. So you can go there and you can download it, you can walk yourself through this, that there's a couple things, if you're totally nerdy, like I am, you'll want to have a couple of different colored pens, 
probably want to have some post-it notes and you'll want to have some highlighters. That's just how my brain works. I've got to just write things out and put them all into their little, little categories. Regardless, this outline will work for you. So without further ado, let's get right into the year end review outline. Number one, we're going to start with reflection of all the things big and small that you've accomplished this year. I'm talking about everything, starting a new business. I'm talking about losing one pound. I'm talking about going in, going to the gym. I'm talking about uh, switching to a sustainable nutrition plan for yourself. I'm talking about breaking bad habits. I'm talking about adding one walk per week. I'm talking about everything, right? So we're not just thinking about the empires that we're trying to build. We're thinking about everything that you've done this year. So I want you just to set a timer, five, 10 minutes, whatever, however your brain works. If you're typically who's somebody that has a harder time kind of getting that ball rolling, then give yourself 10 minutes and sit there in a quiet room with no distraction, phone on silent, and just think about everything that you've accomplished this year. Again, big and small, all, all of it. And after that timer goes off, after that five or 10 minutes, I want you to circle all of the accomplishments that have helped you move forward, right? These can be the small things that helped you gain momentum, or they can be the big things that gave you confidence, um, the things that you were the proudest of. And again, there's no limitation, there's no minimum, there's no maximum here. There's just what helped you move forward. So you can highlight if you want, you can circle whatever will help them stand out to you. So spend that five to 10 minutes and really reflect on those things. The reason that we're going to start with this positive affirmation, and there's a disclaimer here, starting with these good things can sometimes make you feel like limited in what you can write down, right? You're not, the juices aren't quite flowing yet. You, you might just have a hard time giving yourself credit. I can't tell you how many times I see that, but I want to start to initiate this. And there's a really good chance that after you go through these steps, you'll probably have to go back and rewrite in some things on the first few steps, because sometimes it just doesn't come to mind right away. And that's okay. You can give yourself a little bit more time, you can work over on this over the next couple of days, whatever will help give you the most thorough evaluation of what's going on. So after you've done step one, and you've done that reflection, you've wrote down the big and small things. I want you to look at that list and then I want you to think about what have been the most valuable lessons that you've learned this year. It can, you can extend beyond that, that last two, three, four, five, whatever years, and just think about what those valuable lessons have learned. This is also a really tricky area because we're bringing up a lot of times things that didn't go right for us or areas that we associate with failure or, you know, just kind of bumping your head against the wall. So it can be really hard to do that. And we have a natural ability to lock up when we think back on failures and failed attempts, anything that was less than a perfect experience. But there's so much value to be had in thinking about the things that didn't go right, that we took away a lesson from that we learned something that we, you know, built our character, or we decided, well, gosh, that's not something I'm going to bump my head against again, because now I know better. So 
dig in and write down the most valuable lessons that you've learned this year. Because a lot of times those lessons will stem into learning how you do things best, learning the things that are a true priority for you, learning about scenarios or experiences that you don't want to encounter again in ways that you can keep yourself from, from going back down that. Number three, I want you to write down what goals that you set for yourself this year that didn't happen that did not happen. So we've already talked in step one about the reflection of all the things that you accomplished. Now in step three, we're going to talk about the goals that you set, but that you did not accomplish. So be very honest here. We all have areas that don't make the cut when it comes to habit changes and goal setting. Like we all have them. We're, you know, sometimes it's a matter of we're dreaming so big that it's not really an attainable goal. Sometimes it's, you know, we put something on our list that's not a priority for us. It was a priority for somebody else. Or we, you know, tried to, we try to do something that just wasn't true to our character, it just wasn't that valuable to us and where we are right now. Maybe those goals, though, that you didn't achieve or something that down the road will come back to surface. But right now, where you are this last year, this last five years, it didn't happen. Write those things down. Then I want you to circle all the things on that list of the things that didn't happen that might still be a priority to you. So these are things that are still coming about. There's still things that you want to achieve. There's still areas that you think about a lot, uh, emotions that are tied to them that are just maybe undealt with. So you want to take a highlighter or circle. What in that list of things that didn't happen are things that you want to kind of erase everything around it and make those a priority for this year. The other things on that list, the goals that didn't happen, I want you to write down each one of those goals. And next to it, I want you to write down why you feel like that didn't happen. Why did that goal no longer take precedent in your life? Why was it no longer a priority? Be very honest very vulnerable and very open with yourself about this because it'll give you some insight into the connections to any of these perceived failures that didn't happen. So give yourself some diligence here. Be very thorough. You might want to work on this one for a couple of days, but give it some intentional time to really reflect. Again, you're going to find correlations in these didn't happens to either actions or mindsets or self-limiting beliefs that you have right now that are connected to those things. You might also just find out, well, like, hell, that's not important to me. Like, I don't really care if I have a six pack. You know, that's not a priority to me. That's something that sounds good, but it's not really something that I need to have in my life to have a happy and successful future. So get really uh, intentional that, you know, there's Think about this. Think about the things, the outfits that you've bought because you just loved them and you knew that they were just going to be so cute or you saw it on Pinterest and they still, still sit in your closet with the tags on. Or think about all of the times that you decided to buckle up and do some healthy grocery shopping and bring home some good stuff and how many times you ended up throwing it away. And how guilty you feel when you see that those things are unused or they just get discarded. 
just let them go. They might not be a priority for you now. Maybe they will in the future. But go through that list after you've highlighted or circled the things that you still do want to focus on. Write down the things by name. I didn't lose that 10 pounds. And then talk about why you feel like that didn't happen. Be very honest with yourself here. Then after step three, I want you to write down any and all limiting beliefs or reasons or feelings or connections that you have about what's held you back this year. This is digging into the last section a little bit deeper. And we're just talking about, you know, this might be connected to time or lack of support from somebody, maybe just simply lack of interest or willpower or not understanding why you're connected to that goal or, you know, objective anyway. It could be overestimating the time that you had to devote to it. It could be so many different things. But write down any and all self-limiting beliefs that you have connected to these, to where you've been over the last 12 months. Now, you might be listening to this and thinking, well, like, holy cow, this is so many different things to work on, to focus on, you know, a lot of negative experiences or a lot of real emotions. And I'm going to tell you honestly that there's some surface level reflection BS that you can do. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to think about this. Yeah, I accomplished this. Yeah, whatever. I'm going to set these goals. And then you go into a new year and they probably don't happen again. Or you probably only do a few of these small things. But if you want to do different this year, if you want to achieve big freaking things, then you need to take some an appropriate amount of time to really thoroughly do this reflection and assessment on where you've been. Because I promise you, if you can start to uncover these emotions, these habits, these limiting beliefs that you have, these overestimations of your time or your effort, if you can really start to understand yourself better and how your brain's going to work for you, and how it also has worked against you, you're going to be a lot more successful. So let's just recap this real fast. Number one, and again, you can go to the show notes, you don't have to write notes on this, you can get this outline in the show notes, you can download it, it'll be good to go. Year in review outline step number one, start with reflection, write down all the things big and small that you've accomplished this year. Then I want you to highlight or circle all of the accomplishments that have helped you move forward and that you were the most proud of. They can, again, be big things or they can be small things. Number two, I want you to write down the most valuable lessons you've learned. And again, this is a hard place to really face and reflect on. So give yourself enough time to do a thorough job. Um, You know, and we also will we'll have a hard time here being totally honest about the things that we've learned and the lessons that we faced, because a lot of times we take on this ownership of shame with that, that, you know, we failed because we are inadequate, or we failed because we're not good enough, smart enough, young enough, whatever the case may be at these specific things. So give yourself some grace as you're going through this and know that these very uncomfortable times of reflection are actually what's going to lead you down to success later on. Step three, 
what goals did you set for yourself that didn't happen? So this is where we're going to talk about, you know, writing everything down from the, the big and the small. Then I want you to highlight or circle the things that you still do want to focus on that have an emotional connection that you really do want to have happen and come to fruition in your life. I want you to set those aside. And then everything else on that list of goals that you set for yourself that didn't happen, I want you to name them. Didn't lose that five pounds. Didn't run the marathon. And I want you to just describe right next to that why. Why didn't that happen? What was the ownership that you can take or the lesson that you can learn connected to that one thing? So number four we're going to take that step number number three a little bit further. In step four, we're going to write down any and all self-limiting beliefs or uh, emotions that you have. You know, maybe maybe you consider yourself not smart enough. You don't have the degree, or you don't have the time, or you don't have the support from a spouse, or maybe you lost interest, or maybe you just feel like you're somebody that doesn't have very good willpower, or maybe hell, you don't know why you're chasing these dreams anyways. I want you to write down any and all of those things that you feel, or maybe you say on a weekly, daily, hourly basis about yourself. I want you to write down those things. So we're going to start with these steps, steps one through four. And I'm going to be, again, very just open and candid with you here. This is going to bring a lot of emotions out. But trust me when I say that next week, we will put out part two to this podcast, and it's going to make a lot of sense why we're unbagging most of this right now so that we can move into where this gets extremely valuable for you. And it's so important as much as it can be uncomfortable and it can spark some of those emotions. And these can be situations or experiences that we don't really want to relive there is so much to take home. There's so many lessons that are wrapped up into these things that didn't go right. Because I promise you every experience that didn't work so called in our favor is really working for us for the greater good. All right, you guys, that is it for today. It's a wrap. That's all we're doing. We're coming back next week. We will have part two to this episode, and we will be uncovering, uh, unveiling your action plan to make 2020 the best damn year of your life. I want to end this episode with a moment of gratitude for each and every one of you. I can't help but do my own reflections on everything that this year has brought and starting this podcast has brought so much enrichment to my life. The messages that I receive, not just about how great the show is, but how much it changes lives and how women are diving in to understand more of who they are and how they work and living passionate lives that, that they're excited about, that they're blessed by. It's just such it's such a happy place for me. Every time I receive a message or get a review or have somebody reach out, it fuels me to the bone. And I can't tell you enough times how much I appreciate you being on this with me. I'm going to read just a short review today from Chuck the Monster Truck. So funny. This was uh, left on iTunes and says, we need more women encouraging women. And this podcast does that. Thanks, Courtney. Looking forward to hearing them all. I hope that you all feel like 
you're on the same page. This is binge worthy content and you want to share it with friends. That is truly how you can help me achieve my goals in 2020 is to share this with other people. Maybe take a screenshot or pass it along to a friend or a family member, somebody who you know, this will really enrich their lives. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you all so much. Well, ladies, that does it for this show for today. I hope that you found some inspiration, some good advice, and definitely some encouragement to take with you on the rest of your week. I'm already looking forward to coming back next week and giving you some more insight, some inspiration, and some tips on how to navigate your best life. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Your feedback is so important to me. I would love to know the questions that you have, any topics or ideas, and your feedback. You are so valuable to me, and I really appreciate you taking the time to leave the review and subscribe to the show. See you next week on Her Inspired Journey.